Did I tell you about how sometimes people go in for a handshake and then they like get the weird? I we it really weirds me out when girls do that because I'm like I'm not gonna kiss your hand. So someone oh. did that to me where they put my they somehow got my hand in there like that. <laughs> did they kiss it? <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like <laughs> you would have been okay with it if they kissed it. I just would have pretended to be okay with it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 77 of the Frozen North Gaming Podcast. My name is JJ, and I'm here with my two friends, Mark. Howdy, y'all! My name is Mark. As you just heard. I Do you always finish it off with, as you just heard? I feel like... I don't know. Maybe not, not all new. the time. No, it's not new. He's done it before. It helps me to not laugh after Usually, I, I was going to say something. You, okay, so it's either you laugh or you just say something afterwards? Yeah. Is that okay? It's right. 50-50. You got to do what you got to do. That's right. Boom. And Brian. Hey guys, Brian. It's 50-50 that I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about video games. Are we? Yeah. Not, um, this is not a political yeah, podcast? I thought this was, we're talking about Obama. and That's what I heard. Yeah. Is that is that why you guys are here? You're going to be sorely disappointed if that's the case. Wait, why are we talking about Obama politics? I don't know. He's the president? He's not... Ru- oh. <laughs> well, he's is not that running what? for president. But no, d- but so, so the president is not <laughs> politics is only politics. the election. <laughs> gotcha. I'm a, Anyways, I'm oh my gosh! So uh, we got a great show lined up today. We got a bunch of stuff going on. We got an email to talk about. We got uh, got some good news. We got gaming on a budget. We got a side quest. We got our anticipated games from 2016. Man. I'm ready. This is the variety show right here. Yeah. Well, we've done we've done uh, our past couple episodes have been like, you know, like focused. really really focused on 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 something, and uh, so I think I think it's gonna be good to to loosen up and just kind of just do a bunch of stuff this time. So it should be a good time. What have you guys been playing? Mark, go ahead. Oh, uh, I've been playing Gauntlet <laughs> with JJ. Oh God! You guys actually saw that on the Twitch. <laughs> on the yep. Twitches, saw Brian stealing all of our gold. Yeah, yeah. Brian, thief. No, I mean it's it's a game mechanic. I was just um, taking taking advantage. Played some Super Mario Brothers three on the original Nintendo with the original controllers. How come? Because because it's a great game. Because you know it's a little reward for a, a hard How uh, year of work. Nice. Yeah, I like your setup. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> And obviously, I'm still playing Fallout 4 because that game is filled with content. And I, every time I try to like get started on, I'm going to just push through the main plot. Well, I need some copper, and I need some adhesive. Does it have content uh, fatigue? Content fatigue? Too much content? Maybe. It depends on the person. Yeah. There, I mean, there's people who want to go everywhere and do everything. For me, yeah, it did. Mm. But I, I felt the same way about like Skyrim and Fallout right. 3 and stuff. Yeah. Um, you just get to a point where it's like, okay, you know, I, I'm ready for something else. Right. Right. I'm, I might be getting there, but I'm going to try and push through. Not that that means it's a bad game by any means. It's still a lot of fun. Hey, this is a good uh, segue for you. Didn't you just... Uh... I finished it. Yep. I finished uh, Fallout 4 and uh, I, story's okay. Um, I chose the Institute to go with that just because I oh, think... Oh, you can choose in, the Institute? Oh, yeah. I, I always like to play those games like the way that I would decide stuff, and I guarantee you that if I was in that situation, I would go with the one that let me lead the most comfortable life, which would definitely be with the Institute. <laughs> so, JJ's a Cylon. That's... But they're not all robots at the well, Institute. I think it, yeah. That's what you're trying to get at. Oh. Have you have you gotten to the institute yet? I've uh, I just thought they were bad guys. I didn't know that I could join them. You just well okay. If you haven't gotten there yet, then I won't say anything more on that subject because you need to get there because you'll see. Uh, but uh, very very good game. I felt that as fun as it was, it felt more of and I this is I think the biggest gripe that people are having with the game. It feels more like an expansion to Fallout Three than it does a full on new game. Right. I mean, it would be a huge expansion, but it does feel like. Here's Fallout 3 type gameplay with some big improvements, but not like 
fully a new game level of improvement. Right. Yeah, which which and do not get me wrong, I'm not saying the game is bad and that's that's a fault or anything like that. I'm just saying that's kind of, I think, where a lot of the gripes that people have are coming from. I absolutely loved my time with it and, and had a great time. Uh, and, I, you know, what? I think if, if I eventually, you know, feel like getting, uh, if I get bored and want to go back to it, there's still plenty for me to do. So I'm not, not worried about not getting my 50 bucks worth or 60 bucks worth, however much it was. Uh, so, you know, really had a good time with that. And then also I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U. And I have to say... If you are on the fence about getting a Wii U at all, with all the games that they have right now, there's never really been a major reason to get the system, in my opinion. There's been, you know, great games that come out, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, uh, Mario 3D World, all that stuff. Fantastic games, but not enough to be like, okay, you have to get this system. If you're on the fence and you think all those games look great, this is something that should push you over the edge. Xenoblade Chronicles X is one of the best games that I have played this year so far. Just a lot of fun, a lot of exploration. The music's great. Well, most of it. Um, And it's just (laughs) absolutely fantastic. If you like mechs, if you like JRPGs, if you like sci-fi, if you like exploration, if you like a really, really good combat system, I am in love with this game. So I I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, Very, very repetitive. I will say that. But at the same time, I don't know. There, it's just such a huge, living, breathing, fleshed-out world. It's so... I mean, you guys watched me play it earlier today. Mm-hmm. That does not look like a Wii U game. No. I mean, it's way above anything that has come out for the Wii U so far, from what I can tell. So, cannot recommend that enough. Xenoblade Chronicles X, for sure. Brian, what about you? I have been playing um, Lego Indiana Jones as my side... Is that your upstairs game? That's my no. That's my like. Um, I'm kind of okay. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag for my main uh, play. Absolutely loving Black Flag. Um, I told you it like is probably my favorite Assassin's <laughs> Creed so far. Um, and then Lego Indiana Jones comes when I'm like, all right, I just want to play a little bit of something more lighthearted. Um, I like to when I play Lego games, I like to collect all the characters and get all the secrets and all that fun stuff um as my like you know little palette cleanser as you will so those two games have been playing um I'm, man i'm like 40 or 50 hours into assassin's creed black flag and i'm like only 52 percent done with the story holy moly so yeah there's like 13 or 14 chapters i think i'm on like chapter nine or something like that so i got a ways but it's I'm loving it. The boat, the boat, the ship, the the visuals. Um, the I don't boat, know what the boat, the, the ship. I don't know what the PC adds that the console versions didn't. But I know I have a lot of different like smoke effects. Like when you fire cannons, I know that when I'm doing a ship battle, if I'm sitting in one place and I fire my volley of side cannons, I have to like wait for the smoke. It's really cool. The smoke is such a billow of smoke I can't see. I don't know if that was in the other games, but uh, it's very it's a physics generated smoke. Anyway, I'm gushing uh, Assassin's Creed Four. It's a good Black game. Black flag. Really good. I'm a big Assassin's Creed uh, series fan, though. So, I mean, I don't know if that... I mean, you, you liked it, so... I like to play... And I played the second one a lot. I skipped the one after that, and then I played Black Flag. And I liked it a lot. And I'm ready for a little break. Gotcha. So maybe next year or the year after that, I'll get back on. There you go. Very nice. Uh, also, I, I forgot... I did start playing final fantasy 7 the uh the ps4 nice. port uh, i'll get into a little more on that later on when we uh you know do our plugs and stuff for our, our twitch channel and everything but uh yeah okay so we got an email that uh, i wanted to read on the air and it's from our buddy sean he says guys with the cold weather here gaming sessions are getting longer and longer what game have you sat down and had the longest gaming session with and that means one sitting not for an event like extra life or anything like that Whatever, <clears throat> huh? Ever or recently? Ever. Like one game where you just sat down and played it like crazy. You and I have had some some Left for Dead sessions that went for pretty long. That's true. Um, yeah. And Brian and I have had some StarCraft two sessions that went for like 12, 13 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> straight. Uh, those uh, what do we, we call them? Geek ends? Yeah, we had a a. F- uh, I think well, probably World of Warcraft for me is probably my longest. I think mine that is makes too. Sense. Mine is as well, especially with the new expansion. I was the when Cataclysm came out. I was the first alliance hunt, alliance hunter on my server yeah. to hit uh, the max level. 
So I was on for a long time. Did you get the achievement? <laughs> no. I, oh, I'm still bitter about it. So, like, we were monitoring both sides because I was, you know, I was plowing through. I was going really fast yeah. and everything. Checking Horde, checking Alliance. The Horde guy that was there who was close, who was on my tail, was about, uh, he, he, you know, he would just show him, like, one level below me the whole time and stuff. But I was still ahead, and I was super excited. Well, I got just so tired because I was playing for so freaking yeah. long. We're talking, like, you know, I don't even know, a day plus straight um, of just, you know, eating on the go and whatever. I had to take a nap. I had to. So I took a nap for four hours. Came back on, played, blah, blah, blah. This guy beat me by three hours. Oh. And got the achievement. Yeah. No. So I would have beaten him. And yeah. I, it's still, still bitter. It makes me so angry. Um, he was Horde side, so he got the achievement for the server. And the, at that point, they had stopped doing the uh, the Alliance and Horde it's just the individual first achievements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excluding MMOs, though. I would oh. have to. I would have to say. Pro- well, because I mean, I, I think that's a given, though. Right. Anarchy Online would have been for me, like one of the times I went and visited John and just played all day. For me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did you do that too? Oh yeah. I did that too. And he lived up in Iowa. Yep. I that was one of the best times I've ever had though playing that game as well. Just John and I playing that. I for think hours. for me it's Starcraft when we would play. Um, I think me and too. Speaking of that, I did beat. I forgot to mention this. I beat the uh, expansion, uh, uh, Legacy of the Void, too. Recently. Nice. Really good story ending, not so much. Damn it, Blizzard, it's okay. <laughs> I it was okay. It was definitely wasn't a, a fall on their fl- fa- face flat ending, but I kind of went like this. Ah, I'd say the the most painful long gaming session I had was when I played Star Ocean till the end of time for ten hours straight when I was trying to get to the end before our review. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. But I don't know, maybe maybe Broforce or Terraria, something like that, probably I he played would. for 10 or 12 hours during a LAN party. I think, yeah, I think I'd have to go with Brian and say that StarCraft Two was probably, and that's obviously excluding MMOs. Uh, yeah, good question. I mean, the wintertime is here, and that's that's exactly what that means. We're, we're going to be sitting inside, staying out of the cold, and uh, what are we going to do? We're gamers, so we're going to play video games. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Send us an email. Shoot us a, uh, a Facebook message, Twitter message, whatever. Um our email address is frozennorthpodcast at gmail.com. Our website is fngaming.net. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash thefrozennorth. Our Twitter is at fnpodcast, where you can tweet us, and Mark will promise to do a better job responding to people on there. I responded uh, to this, uh, two people like a hundred times I responded Monday. to two people a hundred times. <laughs> I responded a lot on Monday. Well, good. You got one. Um... <laughs> Uh, our blog is frozennorthpodcast.blogspot.com, and we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash frozennorthgames, uh, where I will be streaming every Wednesday and Thursday night, usually somewhere between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to, um, I don't remember his whole screen name, but his the beginning of his screen name was Lemming. I know that. Uh, so, man, if you're listening... Huge shout out! Really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. We we I was playing Final Fantasy VII and uh, we were just BSing about the Final Fantasy series. Uh, we talked a little bit about Suikoden, Mass Effect. Just went into just gaming for for a few hours. It was fantastic. Had a really good time. Um, and uh, you know we had we had a handful of people pop in uh, the other night on there. So a uh, few people actually both nights this last week we had people from the UK tuning in. One one of them, this guy challenged me to a match in Rocket League. And he absolutely stomped me into the ground, but uh, I had a good time playing. There you <laughs> go. Just, it was fun. So uh, rematch, rematch. Oh, dude, he's semi-pro, man. Well, hey, he rocked me. You got uh, something to strive for. But he was very nice. So, and he was he was gracious about it. So it was cool. It was a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely tune in. I'll be. I'm actually in the process of streaming Final Fantasy VII right now, the PS4 port. And you know, while I'm on there, if you like, if you're one of the people that actually likes, because I I've been told that that. Some people do like listening to the the stories that we tell in here. If you like hearing the nostalgic stories about these games when they first came out and everything, that's pretty much what I do. I gush yeah. on there while I'm playing, um, and then you know we we spark some discussion and it's it's a good time. So check us out on uh, on Twitch TV slash Frozen North Games. I was watching the other day and uh, I was really liking JJ's commentary about how you know 
he started up Final Fantasy VII, he's like, man, it's weird to think that when this game first came out, I thought these graphics were the end-all, be-all, because we all did. You know, and it just, it's mm-hmm. a real, it shines a mirror on how far we've come, because that game had beautiful graphics when we first played it. And then you go back, you're like, I thought this was beautiful. Even even some of them still look decent, like Absolutely. the uh, the the cutscenes and stuff. Like I was commenting on uh, the scene where you're on the train and it pans out and it shows the train going and wrapping around the uh, the piece. pillar. Uh, that's still gorgeous to no, look absolutely. at. So, and it, the game just does such a great job storytelling and in, in uh, kind of incorporating all the story elements into the actual story, rather than being like, "Hey, uh, we're going to reference something now in the main story that you should have read in a codex twelve hours ago." Yep. <sighs> All right, and we're on iTunes, where we would love for you to subscribe to and rate us on there. Please do, because the more you do that the more we get recognized by other people. Yeah, come on now, won't you, hey? So, come on down. Come on down. News! News! All right. That was necessary. Thank you. We've got uh, System Shock 3 announced by Other Side Entertainment, Mark. Woo! Who's that? After <laughs> bringing back Ultima Underworld franchise, Outside Entertainment announced System Shock 3. Three, the original System Shock was developed by Looking Glass Technologies. Yeah, I know. And released in 1994. To critical acclaim. System Shock 2 was developed by Irrational Games, Ken Levine, in 1999. Who? David Levine. There we go. Thank you. Irrational Games later went on to develop Bioshock. Well, So you can imagine. Um, Bioshock was... Sub- Supposedly the spiritual successor to the System Shock series. So it's kind of cool to see maybe the System Shock series getting its own homage. Um, I never played the first System Shock. I played a little bit of System Shock 2. Obviously it came out when I was a youngin' and I, you know, didn't ever beat it. But played a little bit of it. Yeah. Stylistic. Kind of reminds me of Deus Ex a little bit in the way that... uh, it's oh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a lot of the same people that worked on Absolutely. Deus Ex. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, it's interesting that they're making a new System Shock now when Bioshock is so popular and uh, Dishonored, which was another spiritual successor, Correct. is doing so well. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting to but see. Hey, to each their own and own like their each. Save's coming. Uh, and then I... <laughs> save's come. <laughs> And then I put this in here. Um, if you guys didn't know, uh, they had their video game awards um, on Twitch the other day, and, and some weird things happened with Konami and Kojima. I guess their lawyers prevented him from <laughs> actually accepting an award for the game that he helped produce. So, I, this does this seem petty, or is there a legal reason? Why can you think of any like? Well, obviously, there's a legal reason they did it because they were able to do it. But can you think of any like? Do you think it's petty legal reasons? Like absolutely right. That's kind of where I'm going. Like, is it a, an actual like threat to Konami if Kojima presented, or is it just like I don't like you? I'm going to find any legal reason to keep you out of here. That's what it feels like to me. That there's it wouldn't hurt Konami in any way to have Kojima there and accept an award that on a game he helped make. It's like they're trying to smear him or something. That's yeah. That's what yeah, it they feels don't want like. him to go out there and increase his capital. Right before he's going to go shopping for a new company right. to yeah. work for. Well, what's funny is like everybody's on Kojima's side. Exactly. Anyways. This is completely uh, backfiring. It it's was the Streisand effect in full force. Watching it live was... It was awkward. Uh, really? Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You saw it live? Mm-hmm. Jeff Knightley, did he, I thought that he did well. Jeff Keighley? Knight, I call him Knightley. Kara Knightley? <laughs> well, it's, not, it's like N-E-I-G-H Knightley is how I... not... Nope. No? How's it, nope. how's it I don't even think there's an N in there. How's it pronounced? Yeah, there is. It's K N I. It's K N E I. Yeah, G H L Y. Yeah, no N. K N. No, there's no N. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, well. Today's how to spell last name <laughs> segment is brought to you by. <laughs> no, there's, there's an N. There's I, you no, want to put money on there, this? Yeah, there is just no T, like nightly. Do you want to put money on this? Sure. Oh boy. Uh, Two dollars. Twenty bucks. Two dollars. He's not very confident. <laughs> no, I'm not confident, but I'm pretty sure because I thought it looked like Kira Knightley. He's willing to put I, $20 it, it does, on it, but it's it's Keeley. Gotcha. $2. K-E-I-G-H-L-E-Y. You, I owe yep. you $2. You don't owe me 2 We didn't shake. Oh, so I'll get you a monster. About it. I knew 100% I was right. I'm not going to bet you on that. Well, so. Good you have a monster. Radio. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was weird. I'd probably delete that he, I thought thing. he did a. I thought he did a good job of like... 
oh. And then he got mad at... You could tell he was pissed. Yeah, because it's... it's everyone knew it was a petty, petty move. Yep. Every, like, it's not even like well, our lawyers think, no, there's no... Like, it's not going to hurt you in any way. It just seems like you're trying to hurt Kojima. That's all you're doing. Yep. It's like, you know, F you, Kojima is what it's what it seemed like. Like, if they could come out with an actual... Like, it just seemed vindictive. That's exactly right. So I put that story in here because I thought we'd talk about it a little bit because I was you, like... If you get the chance and you want to go see the clip, um, you, I mean, you can tell he's trying to, like, hold back what he really wants to say. He wanted to I say mean, he said... I, I have a feeling that they probably told him not to say anything about it. I mean, I um, heard that they were, like, one of the sponsors of the event, so... Konami? Konami, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, I he was, he was like, you could tell he was just ready to explode uh, when he said it. I mean, the clip's all over the internet, and right when it happened, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I was on Twitter and stuff, and the whole thing just blew yeah, you, up. You told us People Twitter, were crazy. You told us Twitter was going ex- ex- insane over it. It was nuts. They were going Super Saiyan over it? Yeah, Super Saiyan. I don't go, I don't go into the Twitter area. It's a it's an, a weird and strange land. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So. A, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Square Enix. Uh, so this is a follow up to um, uh, news. And you guys all know about it. I guarantee uh, the whole episodic Final Fantasy VII remake situation. Some they kind of elaborated a little bit on it um, that I wanted to kind of go into. So the report came out that they weren't going to be making Final Fantasy VII remake all as one game. It's going to be in uh, episodes uh, or segments, um, and everybody was a little bit, I would say, shocked is the best because it's like, well, that doesn't make sense, right? And so then we people started to assume it was for money reasons. Um, it still could be for money reasons, but their explanation actually made made me kind of go, yeah, you know what, I get it. Final Fantasy VII is a huge game. How many discs was it when it first came out? Like three, four, I think it was three. three, three, three discs. It was a huge game tons of content and so their explanation is that each one of these games is going to be a full-size game the 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 story of final fantasy 7 is too big to encapsulate in one except for when they did well they didn't they had to do three discs because that's kind of what they were and, and now we're looking at technology yeah, but it wasn't three separate releases right no i i get what you're saying they could add like a, a you know three disc set but how how many games have come out Multiple That's what discs. worries me is right. that they would they would have done multiple discs back then. Now they won't do multiple discs. What they'll do is they'll make it all digital. Right. That's what I'm afraid of. And that could be very well be true. Their explanation kind of uh, alleviated my fears a little bit. They do make a good a good point that uh, with the you know how games are made today um, and production. I'm uh, totally fine with it. Yeah. They they said each episode was going to be a full like length. a full game. Yeah. So that doesn't bother me. What what just freaks me out is that. I fear that it's going to be all digital. I would drop money on a freaking like collector's edition of this thing. They could Absolutely. do what Blizzard did with StarCraft, though, and each game be like its own release, and you get your own collector's edition for each part that comes out. That that's a possibility. They may yeah, they can make that model that, though. Um, and the, the only other thing is they didn't they they say full sized game, but that can range between ten and two hundred hours. So there's a huge that's true. There's a huge yep. uh, yeah. range that that could fall into. So. We'll see, I guess, but um, I guess the initial reaction was everybody thought it was just a money grab, trying to get them to you know pay for episodic content. Like they're thinking Telltale games, but they're like, no, 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 it's it's going to literally be a full game. They're just going to break it up. So I honestly, we'll I I've thought about it, and I was talking to uh, the guy I was talking to about earlier on Twitch, uh, Lemming, and. I will be totally fine with this. Like, I know the whole goal of, of this and the way that they're trying to push it is to make it have, you know, close to or as big of a splash as the original game when it came out. If that happens, I don't think it will. No. I, I absolutely do not think it will. But if that happens, even if I hate the game, I will be so ecstatic yeah. because of what the original game did for the genre and for video gaming in general. If they can make that impact again... Even if I hate it, I'm all for it. Yeah. By all means, do what you got to do to to make people love the game 100%. I can still go back and play the original. I will be disappointed, sure, but at the same time, if it makes that big of an impact, that's one of the reasons I love the game so much is because of what it did for the industry and what it did for the genre. Right. So if they can if they can do that, props, go for it. Do what you got to do. I think they know that the the score you can't capture uh, lightning in a bottle. It just it just happens, right? You just you, it's not right. one of those things where you can be like, well, let's recreate it. No, but they can, like JJ said, pull a lot, um, an audience that normally wouldn't play. Because here's the thing: everybody that's freaking out about. 
the remake being so much different than the original is. They're not burning the original. It's not yeah, like going away. It still exists. You still have that. So the people who maybe wouldn't play that get pulled in. You have won because now they have their version and you still have your – they're not like yep. shredding it and saying We're, you can never play it again. I've never really agreed with that argument though because the people – like the graphics are dated. And so what about those people who want a remake with just updated graphics? Right. You know, I mean, the, those people are still, and I, I, I have no, you know, fact, uh, anything to back this up, but I believe that most of the people that want this remake just want that. They want the original right. game with just better visuals and like maybe some voice acting and, and just make it look better. But Square's not making it for the people that want it right now. They're right. making it for the five or 10 million people that can convince with great trailers Correct. Uh, down the Absolutely. line. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I get their I, I business agree. decision on it. Yes. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. My biggest the concern heart. is like the plot when they start adding and like trying to bulk up the plot to make it into three yeah. separate games or whatever. They got to be games. careful. Uh, adding details to this game, which was all about the mystery elements, might yep. completely mess up the the way it works. Yeah, and, and you just have to wait and see. And, and there's a lot of rumors here. about them adding the like the the stuff from a Crisis Core and the movie um, into it as well to kind of tie that all together. So we'll see. A long time before judgment on that one. Uh, next uh, article, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom was announced, uh, revealed um, at the PlayStation. PlayStation Experience had a ton of uh, reveals. I kind of condensed into the to two that I, uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII, and then this this game looked great. Um, uh, PlayStation Experience, uh, Level 5 in Ghibli Studios, uh, Nino Kuni 3, uh, showed a trailer, and it's actually going to be a PlayStation uh, 4 exclusive, which is cool. Um, just another, you know, feather in the cap of, you know, PlayStation exclusives um, to continue Sony's absolute ridiculous dominance in the console market. So, you know, hey, good good on them. Uh, I still haven't played the first one, but I definitely want to. I like uh, Studio Ghibli's um, art style. It's very... Uh, you see the, the trailer for the new one? Yeah, the Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. It looks, yeah, it looks, it looks fantastic. Really good. Made me want to play the first one. And then the, ne- the last uh, bit of uh, news, another game um, announcement... Uh, or a release date announcement. Uh, the new Ratchet and Clank reboot game. Uh, it's going to be coming in April. Uh, the new game, simply titled Ratchet and Clank, debuts April 12th on PlayStation 4, and then the movie will be hitting uh, two weeks later on the 28th. So they're kind of doing a, a game and movie release uh, simultaneous type situation. So I'm excited. I love the Ratchet and Clank series. So um, hope it's. Uh, I think a lot of people are excited for it. Hope it lives up to it. I do. Yeah, definitely. All right, and that's your news, guys. Uh, over back over to Mark and JJ at the studio. You're also here. You're, oh. you're here at the studio too. Okay. Yep. Well, we're we're here. That hasn't changed. <laughs> uh, okay. So as we mentioned before, it is winter time, and winter time usually means we're going to be buying gifts for people. But you have so many people to buy for. What do you do? You want to buy games for gamers, right? But games are so expensive these days. However, there are games that are a little bit cheaper that you might be able to spend your money on. And we're here to help you with that. Each of us has picked a game. We got one from uh, the Xbox One, one from Steam, and one from PSN slash PS4. We're talking gaming on a budget. Mark, what's your pick? My pick is The Wolf Among Us for the Xbox One. That's a fantastic game. I actually just beat that recently. Oh, did you beat but it? I forgot to mention when what you what you're playing. I beat that uh, series. Yeah, nice. So, How long did it um, take you? Just out of curiosity. Uh, each episode's probably like two hours. So, oh, so about, it's just like Walking about, Dead, pretty much. Yeah, about ten hours. Okay. Yeah, that, that actually that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can get this game at Best Buy right now for ten dollars and ninety nine cents. That's eleven dollars and some change after tax. <laughs> uh, it's about. I'd say probably nine to ten hours of gameplay, so you're paying like a dollar per hour of fun. It's fantastic. Kids. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a little mature, so yeah. if you're buying this for someone else, they probably need to be like it's, 15 or something. It's True Detective it meets Fairy Tales. That's Yeah, the best that's, way to that's tell a you. very good description. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's, it's Telltale Games. It, you can like get a bunch of people together and just have them watch you play mm-hmm. if you really wanted to, and it's like yeah. watching a TV show almost. So, yeah, how about it? Yep, very good. Solid. Brian, what's your choice? Funny enough, Ori in the Blind Forest uh, on Steam for nineteen ninety nine. Here's a cool, funny fun Is it fact. Ori or Ori? Ori or Ori, whatever you want to say. Uh, I um, played it. Uh, Star- Stargate fans are screaming. Because when, when that 
the same name as the oh, anyway uh <laughs> i don't actually own this game or uh have played it but i have watched uh uh day nine played a little bit of it when it first came out and i remember just watching the first video or the first level and hearing the music and seeing the setting i was like oh my god i gotta play it so it's on my wish list but yeah that's a that's a great game too it's an indie title such a good art and music uh direction it's very um reminds me of uh what's the one from ubisoft child of light child of light very same uh style uh, it's a side scroller instead of a um, an rpg side scroller but it looks the, beautiful the music is what uh what really pulled me in so or ori or ori in the blind forest on steam 1999 is my choice by the way i got your joke on stargate uh the ori was an enemy that they had to face in the final season of stargate mark duh yeah, it's spelled the same Jeez. way, but they call them the Ori. Typical Mark. The final five Cylons? That's not even no, that's... remotely what I just said. <sighs> At all. Not even a little bit. I don't care no. about Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> My pick is the Final Fantasy VII port on PS4. Uh, it's also on Steam, um, but the uh, the PS4 version just came out, uh, and it's... Obviously not the new remake that we're all claiming for, but I this is the game that I've been streaming. Uh, just started out, and I'll be streaming it, like I said, Wednesday and Thursday nights. It's for 1087 right now. I think that's going to go up, though, to like uh, $15.99 Still. at some point. But honestly, for Final Fantasy VII, I think it's worth it personally as a fan. Um, it's just such a fantastic piece of gaming history. If you have not played it, go find out what all the buzz is about. If you're a gamer at all, you know that people are going crazy over this remake and wanting to see, you know, this new stuff and the reactions and it's one of the most iconic games, you know, ever made. So do yourself a favor, buy this thing less than 11 bucks right now, uh, at least till I think Christmas or something like that. Totally, totally 100% worth it. Fantastic game. Give it a shot if you have a PS4. Uh, It's also on Steam, right? Yes. But you know what? Uh, If you have a PS4 and Steam... Buy the PS4 version. Agreed. There's some huge issues with controller mapping on the PC mm-hmm. version. Like, there's parts where you're supposed to do CPR in the game, and it's like press press page up to do this. Press oh, end key. Does it have controller support? And I'm like, uh, it does, but if you don't have the same, you know, it's like triangle and gotcha. It's just there's so all kinds yeah. of issues yeah. with it. But issues. Yeah, but it's just it was it was a pain to play. Well, if you got a PS4, that's where you should get it. Yes, so it's on PSN. Uh, so there you go. Hopefully, that'll help you out with a little bit of uh, saving some money this holiday season. We are going to be getting into our top five anticipated games of 2016. But first, we have a side quest that we're going to play for you from our buddy Irkable Gamer. He was on the show a couple episodes ago. A local streamer here in Kansas City. Who, well, content creator, I should say, because it's not just streaming that he does. He does a YouTube whole bunch stuff, of stuff. Yeah. YouTube, he's on Twitter. And yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. Um, but uh, Eric is going to gonna take it away, and uh, we'll let him do his thing. Here we go. It's rare when a game makes me want to keep playing after finishing the story. It's even more rare when a game makes me want to get 100% completion. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is one of those games. Previous entries in the Metal Gear franchise have often been criticized as something that you watch more than you play. This has been true in the mainline games up until now. You can finish Metal Gear Solid 5's main story in around 30-40 to 40 hours of gameplay. Compare that to Metal Gear Solid 4 which featured around 5 hours of gameplay and 9 hours of cutscenes. This is both a strength and weakness of Metal Gear Solid 5. As a Metal Gear fan, I miss the crazy cutscenes and insane dialogue that is almost completely absent from Metal Gear Solid V. In place of these cutscenes is dozens of hours of open-world madness. If old Metal Gear Solid games are movies, then Metal Gear Solid V is truly a game. Metal Gear Solid V's gameplay is almost second to none. The game has a wide variety of weapons and gadgets that allow you to play exactly how you want. Lethal or non-lethal, it's up to you. Want to drop in a tank? Sure. How about a horse or man's best friend? Check. A female sniper that'll make you ashamed of your words and deeds. Uh, okay. What you go into a mission might not be what you leave with. Metal Gear Solid V allows you to swap out buddies, drop in different weapons and vehicles, and call down ammo drops and fire support at any time. The way that you want to tackle a mission can change at any moment, and Metal Gear Solid V lets you do that. Let's say you're on a mission to hunt down an arms dealer. He's meeting with a client to inspect the base. You need to eliminate both of them in any way you see fit. 
This can be as simple as putting a bullet in both of them or extracting them via helicopter or Fulton recovery. The arms dealer flew into the base via helicopter. He met the client on the second floor of the main building. This is where I proceeded to place C4 explosive on the arms dealer. They both continued with the inspection, unaware of me or the bomb I planted. After the inspection, they both got on the helicopter and took off, leaving the mission area. I detonated the C4, blowing up the helicopter and both of my objectives. Mission complete. Good work, boss. The bad thing about Metal Gear Solid V is the story, or lack thereof. You play as Venom Snake, a man who just got through a nine-year coma and is set on revenge for the destruction of Mother Base. You team up with Ocelot and Kazuhiro Miller to rebuild your offshore base as well as your army to take the fight to Cypher, the organization that's responsible for your coma and lost assets. Sadly, there isn't much here in terms of plot. You'll play about 10 hours of story missions without ever feeling like you've progressed. There's a major plot line near the end that is not addressed at all because it was cut from the game. The game also just kind of ends in the most lazy, unsatisfying way. It's sad when you compare it to previous entries, which were so full of narrative it was often confusing but uniquely amazing. With the game's faults in its story, it succeeds in gameplay, and at the end of the day, gameplay is king. Even after putting 158 hours to achieve 100% completion, I still wanted to keep playing. Metal Gear Solid V is a special breed of stealth action open world that truly lets you do whatever you want. Did I mention you can tell your horse to poop on command and use it to make enemy vehicles spin out? Crazy, right? And we're back. Thank you very much, Eric, for that piece on Metal Gear Solid Five. I really want to play it. It sounds like it's just chock full of just tons of gameplay. Uh, I need to put C4 on everyone now. I've got to get to it because my brother's buying me the Metal Gear Solid Ultimate Collection, so I have to play through... Um, what's the one that came out on the PSP? Uh, Peace Walker. I need to play Peace Walker, then I need to play... Uh, that little side-off one they came out with um, for the PS4, the the early one. Oh, Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes, and then I need to play five. So those are the only couple Metal Gear Solid games I have not yet to play. So looking forward to it. Also, interesting way to trip up trucks behind you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it sounds, sounds like a great game. I, I have never played any, one, any of them in the series other than two. I think I mentioned that a handful of times on here already, but... Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a series I want to look deeper into. Uh, but thank you very much again, Eric. Uh, if you want to check out more of Eric's stuff, uh, go check him out. He's on Twitter at Urkable Gamer, and that's spelled E R K A B L E G A M E R. His YouTube is Urkable Gamer, where he just does a whole bunch of uh, you know let's plays and stuff. And he's actually started doing a run through of Final Fantasy VII, uh, the PS4 port, like I mentioned before. It's his first time through. As well. So he's getting the organic experience. From what I can tell, he's actually enjoying it too. He's so, not cheating, is he? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to watch it though because I like seeing people's initial reaction. Yeah. Um, but it just came up like uh, a day or two ago, so I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. But uh, but I know he's playing it, so I am excited to see that. And then uh, he's also on Twitch at Irkable Gamer. So definitely go give him a it's give him a look see and uh, check him out. All right, top five. Anticipated games of 2016. This is what we are looking forward to. Obviously, the gaming industry, we have no idea as far as set dates on when things are going to come out. Things change all the time. Even if they tell us it's going to be out one one day, it could be you know a year or two Delay. years down the line. Delays happen. Things go wrong. Whatever. These are just games that we know that are coming up that we are really, really excited for um, and based on what we've seen and, and what's been told about them. And so, we're just hoping they come out in 2016. Absolutely. Yeah. They better. So, we got any honorable mentions, first off? Mark, go ahead. I think you've meant, you stole all of them and put them on your list. As is tradition. <laughs> so, no? No honorable mentions? Nah, nope. you all have them on my list. Okie dokie. All right. Let's do... Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, for me, there is one. Uh, the Division. Hey! I've been seeing it. I'm curious about it. I, I still want to play it. Yeah. So, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully that hype kind of out. faded on me. Yeah, just because of all the delays and stuff. Yeah, there, there's it's a so long. There's a there's a sweet spot between coming out too early and then delaying for too long, where you get fatigue. We're like, okay, whatever. When it comes out, I'll I'll check it out. But I'm not really that excited anymore. Mark, you're still gonna play with me and Brandon on Xbox, right? Sure. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm gonna be a gentleman and play. Or no, I'm gonna be a the other one that I can't say on air. And play on the PC. 
We'll see what the reviews are before I make any real decision. That's kind of mean, dude. I thought we were going to be Man, friends. If it gets a bad review, I'm not buying it. Jeez, what if I bought it for you? I'll play it a few times. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt that. You never play anything good for you. Ah, sure. Gauntlet. I didn't get you Gauntlet. Because oh, <laughs> you didn't have to pay for it. It's free. Goober. All right, let's hop right into it. Uh, Brian, why don't you start us off? Uh, okay, my number five is also Marco Malley's top five. Top oh, yeah. You <laughs> yes. He said my top five. Yeah. Uh, dang it, I marked it. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, guys, is our number five. Yeah, dude. I think we both have a um, similar love for the Deus Ex lore and yeah. setting. Just anything with that kind of uh, cyberpunk kind of yeah. uh, setting to it. Augmented humans. The, the, uh, the way they're taking like real technology that is probably going to emerge in the next yep. 20 years and showing what it could become. Kind of like the... Uh, like kind of the, the warning, like yeah, these are great technologies, but this is how it could be used, right? If you know, the first game definitely explored that big time, yeah. Uh, and this game looks to be better in every way. They're they're saying that the game will be entirely ghostable, which the first I shouldn't say the first, but uh, uh, I can't think of the human, name. Revolution. human revolution. Human revolution famously was criticized for its boss battles, which they farmed out to another company because whereas in the rest of the game you could be like entirely pacifistic. You could sneak through and never even be detected. The boss battles, you literally just had to fight this guy. It was weird as a jarring. And kill him, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So they're saying that this game will actually be fully ghostable, so they're going to avoid that cool. major pitfall. Mark's going to love that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, then, my number five is Bravely Second. Uh, I mean, it's pretty. I think it's out in Japan already. Uh, has been for a while. But uh, I, I love Bravely Default so much. It was right up my alley. I mean, obviously, gameplay-wise and, and, and story-wise, the way it was told. Felt like an old-school Final Fantasy title. And I'm just looking forward to see the next one. I love the job system. So we'll uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So hopefully we uh, we get that soon. Bravely second, my Ho- number five. Hopefully less repetitive. Hopefully, yeah, no joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. They might have learned from that mistake. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, Brian, number four. My number four is um, also on JJ's list. Uh, it's Final Fantasy... 15 uh we are both hoping it comes out in 2016 it would be on my list i just wasn't yeah convinced but um we will get to that when it is our time to get to that all right mark number four my number four (laughs) is not on anyone else's list why would it It be crackdown for the xbox one and I got like trashed <laughs> during the break. <laughs> Not for me, I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's it's Crackdown. It's it's like the first open world game that incorporated ridiculous powers into it. Yeah. This was before Infamous and all those games. Um, and this new one is supposed to have a fully physics realized world in it. What does that mean? That means uh, if you shoot a bullet at a wall, it'll actually damage that wall. Like pieces of the wall can fall apart. You could actually like chop half of the support of a building and eventually it would teeter and fall over the entire building really like a a 50-story building yeah it would fall over hit another building that building might fall over so you can just decimate the entire world if you want to stay or is it uh, procedural we we don't know that yet um i can't imagine it'll stay yeah it's got to be procedural they've said it's going to be like fully procedural uh like fully physics realized but they haven't shown us other than a tech demo so there's still some questions there. Okay. But uh, still pretty intriguing. Yeah. And if they keep that that sort of tongue in cheek feel to the plot, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Excellent. Nice. Uh my number 4 is Final Fantasy Explorers. Uh looks to be like a sweet little action adventure RPG uh where you it's on 3DS, you are basically any job that you want to be, like and you can play online multiplayer, and you're just going through this Final Fantasy world as you know these jobs and, and leveling up, questing, doing all this stuff. And uh, I it's I know it's definitely coming out next year because I've already pre-ordered it and uh, got my special edition, uh, my collector's edition coming. Uh, I think either February, I want to say maybe January, uh, but beginning of next year. Can't wait for that one. It's going to be awesome. And if anybody wants to play. Uh, shoot me an email or uh, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or something, and uh, we'll, we'll exchange 3DS. You guys will be explorers. We'll rock it out. So, heck yeah, Final Fantasy Explorers, my number four. 
Brian, number three, sir. Uh, my number three is um, a little game I like to call Mass Effect Andromeda. However, uh, my good friend Mark over here has it on his list later, so I will interrupt him and talk about Mass Effect later. <laughs> All right. Mark, number three. My number three is Dishonored 2. I mean, we just talked about Dishonored. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Like, I, I love the game. It's powers-based, be stealthy, be a full frontal uh, assault kind of approach, whatever you want to do sort of game. It's kind of thief-esque. Mm-hmm. And this new game just looks even better than the last one. I can't wait. I just really like that kind of game where you like Mark saves scums and he de- he likes to play a certain way. Well, I, I'm not. This is not a diss in any way. Yeah, he likes to play a certain way, and if he messes up, he likes to go back and keep trying. Me, I like to play it more organically, where I will try to. It's like okay, I'm in a level. I'm gonna try to literally stealth past everybody, but you know. I'm not perfect, so I'll be like a warp in, stab a guy. Oh shoot, I got seen. So then I'll you know shoot the guy and run. I'm like, it just feels so like, what's the word I'm looking for? Spont- spontaneous. And, oh yeah. In 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 action packed, like felt like a movie. You know, you warp in, you stab the guy. Oh no, that guy saw me. Shoot, shoot him. Run. Yeah. Hide. Pretty cool. There's actually like a chaos system in the game as well, where if you go high chaos later on when you come back to certain areas, it'll be even more difficult. Yes. Because there there will be more zombies and. Uh, like plague rats and stuff yeah yeah it was fun i'm ready for the second one too it looks really good all right my number three is the same as brian's number four final fantasy 15 oh yeah uh i mean what what else is is there to say man we we i played the demo and uh enjoyed it really excited to see what changes they've made and what they do to uh to improve the combat system and and i mean i can't deny that the game looks great and those summons oh they're epic They're, they're, they're as they should be you know, they're supposed to be larger than life. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I do hope they change the mechanic that you can only use them when you die. Not a big fan of that. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe that maybe there 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 are different triggers for each summon. You know, because we only got to see Ramu. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. You got anything else you want to add on there? No, it's same, pretty much same as you. Um, I feel like they understand a few. Uh, the seeing the summons back to their glory. Uh, I feel like they kind of understand. Okay, that makes me think okay they, know, they understand what made final fantasy a hit they yeah you know in that regard that wow factor that wow factor of like whoa so that that was encouraging Maybe it's something it, they took out of 13 they took it, out the wow factor you well, got a new spell i mean the old final fantasy games you get a new spell you get a new summon you want to see what it looks like you want to use it 13 did not 10, have that 12 and 13 all did summons completely wrong um i don't want to sit there and control another party member as a summon it's stupid. I want the summon to come in, do some absolutely ridiculously cool move, and then fly away, and I feel powerful. I don't want to summon, like, ten. I didn't like the summons. He's, okay, summon the one guy, and you fight with him, and then, yep. okay, he does a break, whatever. It just didn't feel right. It's 13's the same way. They're a vehicle, and they're also your, your partner. <laughs> 13's even worse, because yeah. you even regular spells, if you got a new one, it didn't matter. Right. Because your character was just going to use it automatically, and it didn't even look. After yeah. nine, they just completely forgot what summons were in Final Fantasy, so I'm glad that they figured it out again. Agreed, hundred percent. Uh, where does that put us at? Number two, my number two, and it's not on any of your lists. I mean, Uncharted <laughs> Four: A Thief's End. This would have been an honorable mention for me. Gotcha. Um, wow. Uh, now we know those branching dialogue choices in the game just came out. I I can't. My fever pitch for this is I've got to keep it tamped down, or else I'd streak in the street and scream as loud as I could. So I have to keep myself. Um, Things just got weird yeah. really fast. Wow. Things I gotta keep it gotta keep it a low roar, but I am so pumped for Uncharted Four. Naughty Dog has proven time and time again that they know how to make games not only entertaining but also written well and shot well. The banter in the first three games between Soli and Nathan or uh, any one of his compatriots is the writing is so good that you forget that that's an um, aspect to games and that games can fall short of that until you play a Naughty Dog game. Like Last of Us is the same thing. They understand how to put you in a position to... Like I said, I, I think I think the Uncharted games do a one-up on the Indiana Jones uh, movies. So that's my opinion. Um, and your opinion is wrong. So <laughs> thank you. What if, what if they agreed with you? Then, then you're right also. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it too. I, I still have to play through the third one, but from what I've played of the first two, I totally enjoyed it. It was an yeah. absolute great. Time. That's why I was on mine. It's like I'm sure once I play through these games, I'm gonna be a huge fan, but yeah. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, Mark number two. My number two is already on Brian's list. It was my number earlier. three. You mentioned it. It mm-hmm. was Mass Effect Andromeda. So much potential in this, I, f- I feel. Yeah, uh, I mean, you've, if you've listened to the show, you know that we all fell in love with Mass Effect uh, after Brian made us play through it. I don't know if he made us, but whatever. Well, I, um, suggested <laughs> it. I suggested it, and you guys did. And personally, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite out of the series. Yep. I'm hoping that now that they've got the whole Reapers storyline done, and it's it's its own thing, mm-hmm. and this is a completely separate game, Yeah. this will be more like Mass Effect 2, which is more... Also, kind of like that Star Trek Next Generation vibe, where they're just going around the galaxy to different planets, meeting people, getting involved in their struggles, right? Yeah, and choosing from interesting ways that you could possibly approach the problem. Absolutely, getting and different reactions based on that. And, and, and your your wishes, they they pretty much were like, hey, this is not going to have anything to do with Master Chief. And then we were, we're kind of skeptical, or not Master Chief? Wow, Master Chief. I hope not. That'd be uh, really that, John that would Shepard Shepard storylines done. In fact, it's so done, we're in another galaxy. Yeah. It's in the Andromeda galaxy, not the Milky Way, like the first three are in. So we have potential for new races, new and exciting, just mysteries that we, beyond our, what we can think of. So I'm so excited to maybe explore something brand new with the same Mass Effect uh, pedigree. Yeah, I I, I really hope they uh, stay away from the overly grand, overarching plot. Because that was kind of their downfall in the last uh, trilogy, yeah. Where they set themselves up to almost have an impossible expectation for the conclusion. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had to shrink it all back into three choices. Where right. The exponential choices were growing. Yeah. And they kind of like, well, we got to turn it back into itself, and it it fell flat. But maybe they learned yeah. their lesson. But basically, you know what? Those were fantastic games. Absolutely. <laughs> and having more of those games is a great. Yeah. Uh, opportunity mass effect andromeda yep and honestly this would have totally been on my list like i mean we're talking at least top three uh yep. but i don't think it's gonna come out in 2016 right and I that's the only reason i didn't put it down i yeah. i absolutely hope it does i hope i'm wrong and i hope i get to play it i think uh, you're right i don't think it will be i'm hoping beyond hope we just haven't really seen anything for it yeah yet, so and uh, I think E3, they're going to show, like, be like, dude, check it out. Look, this is what we're going to do. And then they're going to say, holiday, 2016. And then we're going to get it, like, March of next year. Yeah, yeah, that sounds most likely. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, nonetheless, really looking forward to that. Uh, my number two is No Man's Sky. It's been on several of my lists when we've done, like, you know, games we're looking forward to and all that stuff. And I'm still really looking forward to it. Again, this is another one of those... Uh, situations like the division, like we talked about before, where we've seen, 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 seen stuff, just don't have the game yet. We want it, right. yeah. um, but I cannot put into words like how excited I am to just try this thing out, be able to sit on my couch and just freaking explore this universe that I'm going to be creating. Uh, essentially, you know, just with what I'm going out, yep. I know that I'm going to be sitting there with my headphones on and. I'm going to have, you know, people on my friends list playing the same game and we're going to be talking about what we're going to be playing or what we're going to be seeing out there and uh, hopefully meet up and I want to do space battles because I love being a pilot and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. This would have been an honorable mention if that wasn't on JJ's I'm list. just <clears throat> worried about Spore Effect. Agreed. That's my that's my biggest fear is that it's going to end up like Spore. Right. Uh, but you know what? we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, plenty, plenty of time between Spore and now. So. Exactly. And spaceships are cool. <clears throat> Exactly. Yeah, there were no there were no uh, actual yeah. space battles in in Spore. Um, okay, number ones. Ryan, my number one, Horizon Solid Zero Dawn. Why is this number one, Brian? You put Horizon Zero down on the Facebook page. <laughs> Zero you're... down. Uh, APR. No. <laughs> oh, no monthly yeah. APR. Sixteen months. <laughs> Sixteen months. Yeah. Do you finance? That's uh, correct. You finance. Yeah. So. Horizon Zero Dawn uh, captured my imagination and my heart when I saw it presented at uh, 2015's E3. And every detail I see of it, I just I want to know about this world. I want to know everything there is to do. And it's a new IP. And I always give new IPs a little bit more credit. It's hard to come out with a new IP 
Mark and I watched a video uh, last night that talked about um, what did he call it? S- same arc with I mean, movies. It's like a, a, there's a saturation effect where you need name brand recognition to sell because there's so many options, right? So when you come out with a new IP, it's it's dangerous because nobody knows what it is. Yeah, it's not. Oh, it's not Call of Duty or it's not. I mean, even Mass Effect on its fourth iteration. These are all name brand recogni- recognizable games and when you come out with a new ip that looks so engrossing i give it tons of credit because that's that's not easy to pitch or yeah to definitely make. um in this day and age of sequel 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 gotta make you know make sure that everybody is hyped up for this next iteration of this already known franchise so just dino robot dinosaurs bring them on i can't wait to hunt them <laughs> yeah that's my number one horizon zero down financing perfect <laughs> mark number one my number one, I need to stop and pause here for a second. The fact that this is even on my list is incredible. Yeah. Because people have had given up on this game until Welcome E3 back. this year. Remember the ultimate E3 at people PlayStation? People gave up on it a long time ago, yeah. Uh, so what is it? It's The Last Guardian, which is, like Brian was just saying, it's an original IP, depending on how you look at it. Uh, oh, it is. No, it is. <laughs> it's, it's an original There's, IP. There, there are people who say that Ico... Um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus and this are interrelated and they're spiritual successors. It depends on who you ask, uh, but either way, it's basically a new IP. Yeah. It looks incredible, uh, and the music. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I was actually more, almost more upset when I thought the game wasn't going to come out about not ever getting to hear all the music. But uh, yeah, Shadow's music was was good too. I mean, it's. I can't really describe the game very well because it's you have a giant dog thing and it goes and helps you solve puzzles and you're a kid in this inexplicable world. And you sound like Link. And, and yeah, you, you, you make like noises Link. like, Oi! Ha! Yeah! Hey! Hey! Yep. <laughs> hey! That's what it's like. Hey! Uh. It, I mean, it looks spectacular. It absolutely looks beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. I think It's I think about something it. and it looks amazing. You bet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. My number one is Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. Goofy title. Shocking great, that it's a JRPG. It's a title. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I love the Star Ocean series. It's no secret. I, I've loved it for a long time. And uh, just from what I've seen of this game, I watched a, a really long gameplay uh, video on it. And it just looks really, really good. Uh, just really excited to dive into it. Six freaking party members. That are all active with you. Uh, no yes. battle screens. Everything's seamless. So it just looks really, really good. Um, really hope they do a lot more with a combination of the you know, space aspect and the medieval aspect on the planets rather than some of the other games where it's you know 90% of one and then 10% of the other. Yeah. Uh, I'd really like to see them you know, do a better mix of the two. But, I mean... I'm just excited for it. Can't wait. So, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness, my most looked forward to game of next year. Boom. Does it take place in 4D space? Uh, I think it takes place before that revelation. Three, so, yeah, it would. I don't know. I don't know when it takes place. I think it takes place before 3. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Go forty space, <laughs> <laughs> Japan. Yeah, Japan. Uh, okay, well, with that, I think uh, that's all we got for this episode. Do you guys have anything else to add? No, I really. Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, Do no, you? no. I was just gonna steal your catchphrase. <laughs> You're gonna say keep on gaming. Yeah. You jerk. <laughs> uh, with that. Thank you again for listening once again. Um, I, I really liked the episode today. I liked uh, just getting to talk about a handful of different yeah, things. Yeah, good, good variety. So good to, good to just yeah, kick we had back a, and just BS about games for a while. Side quests is great. We did, yeah, we need more side quests. Send in, just record Send side quests. talking about stuff like Eric did. That's all you have to do. If you don't want to uh, edit it, you don't have to. Just send me a sound clip. I'll edit it myself. It does not matter. I just want to hear it. So send in your thoughts on anything you want to do. It doesn't need to be like... I've talked to a couple of people who have wanted to do it, and they're all like, well, you know, let me know what episode you're doing so I can try to make it relate to that. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Do not, I will make it work. I promise. In fact, maybe it's better if it doesn't relate to the episode. It Absolutely. Gets, it's, it's a palate cleanser. Yeah. 
absolutely the whole point of doing this is so we can reach out to people and, and, and talk to people out there. So if we can get you guys to come back and talk to us on, on you know, just give your thoughts on gaming and that kind of stuff, by all means, do it. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you're passionate about. If it's something you want to talk about, that's going to make for all the better of a show. So absolutely, that's what we're going for. Send us side quests, frozennorthpodcast.gmail.com. Do it. Do it now. With that, this is the Frozen North signing off for episode number 77. My name is JJ. I'm Mark. I am. I am the Brian. Keep on gaming. song was made available through the Creative Commons Attribution License by Ziphoid. The song title is Radical Fanfare. <laughs>